All right, we're good. we're live. We're live. We're live. Welcome to the Big Gifts. This is a uh, huge episode, maybe the with the largest stakes of them all. You'll find out why in just a moment. Let me get some this nerves out. One. Let me get I'm some excited. nerves out. How are you feeling? <laughs> nervous. Nervous. Good this nervous. Is our first interview. Uh, good nervous. Yeah. Um. I got some. Uh. I got some. You know. Adrenaline running through my leg. Yeah. Like a cop, like a cop just pulled me over, but in a good way. To tell you you've been driving too good. Yeah, exactly. Excuse right, me, you sir. You're yourself. driving too safely. Yeah. All right. Well, I just reached out. Did you you want to tell the people why this is such a big one? This is a big one because well, uh, and just to put it to put it shortly, we got him. We got him, baby. We got him. We got him. We got the Shubham Goyal from season one of The Circle on Netflix, which um, is, is beyond uh, not the wildest dreams, but beyond most of my dreams. When you introduced me to this show back in early July when you were in town, I honestly would have never, ever thought that the sweetheart of season one would end up coming on to just BS with you and I after we had started this little podcast thing. Who would have thought? I have, it's, it's absolutely absurd. I have no idea um, what he thinks he's going to get from this, but I hope he gets it. And uh, here we go, right? Yeah, and we, we put out that we put out that one episode where we sent him that DM on Instagram and he's got I've got it here in my notes. He's got he's got lots he's got five hundred and sixty one thousand Instagram followers and we kind of just he's here. He's here. He's here. My guys, what's up? There he is. I can't How believe you're here. Guys? How about that? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. How's your guys' day going? Oh, it's been a great oh, day, man. man. We've been we've been talking about this all day. We're excited. We've been we, we're just we're pumped. This is big for us. Oh no! Listen, I'm super stoked. Your guys' <laughs> videos were the funniest thing. I saw those videos. You guys were great. So yeah, thanks for having me. Super stoked. Oh my gosh. Well, I, well, look. Um, we'll do like a little song and dance here just to start things off. Yeah. But um, welcome, I'll tell you, welcome to The Big If. This is our um, humble podcast. It's kind of this concept where we ask uh, kind of big and bogus what if questions sometimes, little Love hypotheticals. That. Yeah. And, um, you know, so it can be an inflection point or something crazy. But, uh, you know, uh, mostly we just wanted to meet you and talk to you because we're, we're big fans. And for, for everyone else watching out there or who will see this, you might recognize our guest of honor. He is uh, appeared on, or I'm sorry, starred on oh, too kind, Netflix too kind of <laughs> season one of The Circle, where he's a four-time influencer and runner-up. You might also know him from his part in shorts, The Bench and Los Politos. He played Mr. Dreyer in Baby Cycle. He's a 2018 gubernatorial candidate in the state of California. Shubham Goyal, welcome to the show. Ah, oh, thanks, boys. Hey, I appreciate that warm intro. Yeah, stoked to talk with you guys. Thanks for having me. Where are you right now? Are you in the Bay Area? Yeah, yeah. So I split my time in the Bay in LA, so I'm in the Bay right now. How about you guys? Nice, nice. 
uh jeff's in napa he's a napa resident oh, yeah I'm, I'm probably pretty close to where you where around around you yeah oh fantastic and, and i'm in the middle of the country i'm st louis missouri so a little 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 far away from you guys wish i could be there but uh yeah, we're excited to have you. You were just recently, I, I got to tell you, I'm a loyal TikTok follower of yours. That's where I reached oh, out to you to try to get you out. Uh, and you were in Cabo recently. How was that? Oh, it was so fun, man. Yeah, I was there with family. And yeah, it was incredible. Um, it was so fun. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was great. Cabo was great. And I, I had to ask, because I think there was a, a small handful of, of your TikToks that were related to your your uh your sunburn are, are how are you doing are you sunburned yeah, well, thank you... you so much for asking about that just to give you know an update <laughs> my loyal follower right yeah of <laughs> so course it's good um no it's good yeah I actually got tanner if you can believe that in Cabo but it was good yeah the sun is no joke I definitely I had a great time one regret I should have put more sunscreen that would have been a more optimal choice but the vacation was overall solid I appreciate the ask though Nice. What what did you do? Like the all inclusive thing? Were you guys like on a, an Airbnb or what did you guys do? Yeah, it was an all inclusive um, resort. So there's like free food and drinks, and then um, went uh, snorkeling and jet skiing. So that was super fun. Awesome. And was that that was that your mom putting the sunscreen on there in that TikTok? Yeah, it was. Mother tried to put it on. I should have let her put more on. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, from what I remember, that's what mothers watching- that's what mothers want to do. Yeah, they're always going to be like that. You're yeah, close yeah. with your, you're a family guy, right? You're close with your family. Yeah, huge. Yeah, I'm really close with my mom and dad. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we, we were talking about your, your trip to Cabo and we were also kind of wondering like, how's your Spanish skills? Did you put them to use down there? You speak any Spanish? You bilingual? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you know, I took Spanish in um, middle school and high school, but it hasn't carried as much as I hoped it would post that. Um, so I, I did some basic stuff, but. It wasn't, you know, anything amazing. All right, all right. Um, like, what, what, what were, you, were you able to answer? Like, of course, you know. Yeah, I was like, uh, style, una pregunta, me llamo, como estas? Um, una bebida, como bebida? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're going to put your Spanish skills to the test for just a few words. Ooh, see I what like you know. That. Yeah, some ba- some basic stuff. So I'm going to kick one off with I feel like any anybody that travels down to Mexico resort, Airbnb, you got to know this one. So tell let me, let me know if you know this one. Como se dice baño? El baño. Oh, so I should just translate the. Yeah, we just want to know. We want to see what you know. Do you know baño? Bathroom, bathroom. So. Si, where's si. the bathroom? Yeah, donde está el baño? That's pretty good. That's useful. Yeah. Uh, what about <laughs> what about cerveza? Ooh, isn't that the food? Oh, beer, brewski. See, si, my guy, Napa. There's Napa for you right there. <laughs> little brewski, <laughs> little wine. Yeah. See, si, right, poco got, de vino. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, this? Is a word, and I'm going to give you a little clue here, but I think it's yeah. a pretty easy one anyway. This came up in one of your TikToks. Tomate. Tomate. Tomato. Tomato. Yeah, oh. toma- man. He's pretty good. He's pretty Crushing good. In Spanish. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was really put through the ringer. Well, let's talk just a little bit, not too much, but a little bit about your experience on the circle. Sure. Um, I, yeah, I heard, just to feel I've, I've, 
I've heard a little bit when doing our research, you're a big fan of like game show type things, yeah. Big Brother, Survivor. And I, I heard that you actually put in to be on those shows. Is that true? Yeah. So uh, I was a huge Survivor fan. That was probably a big reason why I applied for the circle. And um, yeah, my dad and me, we made it to like the final stage of Survivor casting for where we would play together when I was about 18. Um, we were right there, but it didn't work out. But yeah, it was fun. It was a fun process. So that, is that where is that where you got like a taste for I want to I want to compete on on a, a TV show or? Yeah, well, what I just grew up on these games like watching Survivor. I just I love like the idea of like going to play this game and you're like in your purest form and you get to like really, you know, sh- co- you compete. Right. And I like competed in sports and I love that. So I think coupled with all that it was a yeah, I would love to compete here. And what was your friend, a friend of yours told you about the audition for The Circle? Is that correct? Yeah. So a friend showed me a flyer for it online. And then I saw it. I was like, wow, this is super cool. And then I just applied. Yeah. Nice. Uh, um, l- let me uh, let me cut in and throw just a yeah. small, a small if question in just to, just to get it. us rolling. All right. If you had to be on any team in Legends of the Hidden Temple, what team would you play on? Um, okay, I've heard of that. I don't think I've... <laughs> what's that like? That's a show, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Sorry. We, yeah, we, we're probably uh, outdating a little, just a little bit. We're, uh, so um, it was a show, what, on Nickelodeon, right? Oh, It was yeah, a Nickelodeon yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, these, uh, it was a, yeah, it was a children's, like, competition show. And yeah. um, it had, I don't know how I would describe, like, the setting of it. It took place in, like, this mysterious hidden temple, kind of like an obstacle course show for kids. They had teams like uh, the Blue Barracudas was one of the teams. Oh, wow. What else? I don't know. But uh, they actually, re- they were recently supposed to reboot it for adults. And the two of us ha- had talked about maybe putting in an application for it. Yeah, but we never we never got around to it. We, we didn't never have went the through initiative it. Oh, you guys should love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So you built oh. some good relationships on the show, and uh, my friend Jeff here he introduced me to the show. I had never heard of it actually, and yeah. he introduced me to it back over the summer. And your relationship with Joey, I loved the oh. bromance. Yeah, my boy. What, yeah, Joey. Joey was the man. Talk to us about Joey. What? What's yeah. he like? What did he? Yeah, Joey. Yeah, yeah, Joey's me and Joey. I, you know, it's so great because the friendship and relationship we cultivated on the circle it translated right out of the circle. But yeah, Joey's great. It's like what you saw there is what you got. And whenever we're in the same city or town, we're always like kicking it or partying or getting food. So it's a fun time. How often do you get a chance to see him in person? Um, I saw him a couple months ago. I know he's in LA. So when I'm coming down to LA, I'll see him. But usually if we're in the same area, it's very frequent. It just depends about location. What do you what think is, is, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. What, what is bringing you back and forth between SF and, and LA, or the Bay area? Yeah. Well, I LA. work in tech. So I work at eBay. So I'm a product manager there. So, um, oh, they're, nice. they're made, I'm full remote, but sometimes they have meetings in the Bay and then my family's here. So when I come up, sometimes I just stay a little longer and you know, full remote nice. these days, you can kind of be anywhere. So it's kind of nice. Okay. So you're, you're based in LA now. Yeah. I would say it's like 50, 50. I'd say, I would say it's 50, 50, maybe 60, 40 LA. Yeah. Sweet. All right. You, so you're getting traffic wherever you go. Yeah. True. True. Live, live for traffic. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you think, I was curious, do you think that if you had run into Joey or met Joey under different circumstances, (laughs) would that same bromance have happened or was it just the perfect storm with the circle? Like, is that somebody that you think you would have ended up bonding with so much given different circumstances? Yeah, that's a good question. I think for me growing up, I always talked to different people myself. So I was always talking to different groups. But as far as like the depth of like mine and Joey's relationship, because we didn't have any other like, there were no other distract. Our only thing was the game and each other, right? And the people we were there with. So that really, it was the perfect recipe to really cultivate that. So I don't think, I think it was the perfect ingredients in there to develop the bond it did. Who knows on the outside? I, I like to think so. You know, I think- our spirits are aligned on the same wavelength. So wherever it is, sure. Well, oh, and from I, everything I can, I can tell. The about, re- I'm sorry, yeah, we keep on cutting. We're just, we're so freaking excited. Uh, oh, um, so, just talking about spirits aligning. Um, yeah. I, I'm guessing you, you, you guys probably all keep up, right? Like is Sammy yeah. still around? Is she hanging out? Yeah, love Sammy. She actually had a kid, uh, not so, or kind of recent. So she's oh, a nice. now. And yeah, I was, I'm trying to get lunch with Sammy soon. But yeah, Sammy's doing great. Yeah, we all, all keep right. in touch. All right, we got to tell about this. You got to talk about this next time. That uh... ooh, I love that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> My guy yeah. is such a Sammy fan that he got uh, a replica tattoo down the arm. So <laughs> no, no, and, no, and, it's, and, uh, it's an extra. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. Speaking of like being big fans of things, I had to, I got to bust this out. Pardon me real quick while I show you this uh, one of one shirt that I've got. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Hashtag squad goals. Yeah. Oh, you guys made my day. That's great. Hashtag blow up. Let's go. So, let's go. This is the only one of these. There's only one. And I've wow. Got that's phenomenal. I it love that. One oh, of one. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> I got, I have a, another question about your experience on the show. It's, yeah. it's always hard to tell in situations <laughs> like that with the magic of editing and whatnot. How long, how long was the experience from your first day there until you left the apartment, if you will? Yeah, that's a good question. So if you were someone like Sammy, Joey, or myself, where we were kind of, or, or Chris or Rebecca, any of the people who were there from the first day to the finale, it was about 12 to 14 days of filming um so that oh yeah. that seems a lot quicker and then do you have to stay there afterwards while it premieres then on netflix for like because they put no, it out like no, no. so we filmed it and then it aired about like a few months later so yeah oh okay okay yeah and were you cut off from the outside world during those two weeks i'm assuming you didn't have internet access other than what you were doing on your screens with the circle or yeah correct you- yeah no access to cell no phones, access. all that stuff. Uh-uh. Gotcha. That's interesting. Was that tough for you to do or was that not, uh, might've been actually kind of refreshing to kind of go off the grid yeah, in a way. I will say like, especially yeah. like for us three, right. The, the world, the generation world we're in, we're always, we're always so like imposed by media or different types of stimuli coming at us. So to really sure. like break that off and you're in your purest form. It's so nice. Cause like, it really simplifies life. Like all you're really focusing on is the moment, the game, just the experiences. So I, I really loved it to be honest. Yeah. Very you're, nice. you're just more present. Yeah, you, you really are. Present. Yeah. And I think that's something, yeah, for sure. And wow, did that's, you that's crazy that a social media based game would make you feel more present? Cause generally when I'm looking at social, I feel like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I agree, I, man. yeah. go for it. Kurt. 
Yeah, you had different cameras set up throughout the apartment in the living room and the bedroom. Yeah. Were there producers watching every move you made? Yeah, I think, yeah, they were. That can be You've a little invasive, it sounds like. like. What, yeah. Yeah, but if you like, let's say like, you know, if you go to the bathroom and you're changing after a shower, they, they push the cameras up. So it's, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I think well, everyone was curious. We, I think we answered it. We just broke some news because everyone was curious about that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I think now is the time for us to bust out our first big if question for you since we're talking there about the circle. Love that. And it's nothing, it's nothing too heavy, but it was something we were curious about. Okay. And what we want to know is if at some point prior to the finale, you had been voted off, you didn't make it as far as you did, and you got to do one of those kind of badass walks through the hallway... <laughs> Yeah. And go visit somebody. <laughs> Who do you think you would have gone to visit? And why is it Rebecca? <laughs> is, there, is there a need to answer now? No, um, that's a good question. I think it d- depends, right? On If I was, let's say I was betrayed by someone who I had a really close relationship with. Part of me thinks like I would want answers to figure out what happened there. Why me, you know, or maybe part of me thinks like, oh, maybe I would have wanted to go to the biggest mystery who I thought was the biggest mystery. But if we're going on friendships and how the game was going, I really, you know, depending on the wire, I think it would have come to, depending on what part of the game it was, it could have been anyone from Joey, Sammy, Rebecca. I could see one of those three. Did you have you any inclination throughout the experience? Who did you think from start? Who did you think? definitively was a catfish were you suspicious of anybody from jump street um i think in the beginning the first eight had a huge suspicion of mercedes because the thing is she had a filtered photo and when you're only looking at it you're like wait your profile photo why is there a filter maybe she's hiding it you know she's already feeling weaker about who she is so there was that i personally like i i told chris i thought chris was a catfish as well because his first photo was filtered and um, you know, I just I had I got a catfish vibes from that as well. But um, yeah, him, uh, yeah, and I think there was a there was a statement I said where I said Rebecca might be someone else. It was the very beginning, but then after like the conversation, I never suspected her. So you know, it was Sammy. There were also parts of Sammy where I thought she was a catfish. Right? She she posted a photo where it was very different from all the others. So I was like, whoa, where'd that come from? You know. <laughs> Nobody ever really seemed to suspect you. You were genuine. You you were yourself. You were true. And I think that kind of translated. I don't ever remember anybody questioning if you weren't who you were portraying yourself as. Yeah, actually, well, I do think the first night when I showed up eighth place, a lot of that were people were suspicious of my profile and thought I was a catfish. And then I think mm. towards the end, your mind will always wander. So I think some people, even Joey was like, you know, you have nothing but time to think of. You're like, what if Shuby's a catfish? So I think in the back of your mind, you you don't want it to be true, but you're always like, oh my God, what could happen? How, how often do you replay some of these dynamics in your head where you're like, oh, if I would have said this, or if I would have made this remark or added this emoji or this hashtag oh, or something sure or maybe selected someone else to even reach out to like yeah. you, does that run through your head that's a great question just coming from like a competition standpoint i would i would say there when i was playing the game i had no regrets right from the beginning to the end i was like i played you know as hard as i could and i, I did everything i wanted to and I, I trusted my gut in the moment 
Um, looking back, like obviously there were a couple mistakes I made that I felt like I shouldn't have made in the moment that had I not done them, who knows what would have happened. But for me, I have no regrets, right? I, I was super stoked about all the decisions I made. I, um, you know, I trusted my heart and spirit, soul, whatever it may be in the moment. And I think that's all you can do, right? You make the best decision you can in the moment. You move forward with it. And I think that's like with life, right? You just onwards and forward. But yeah, there were some mistakes huh. for sure. Have your views on social media changed since your experience? I know I remember a few phrases. I think maybe you referred to it as the bubonic plague of yeah, our society. Yeah, the plague, social medusa. Um, the, yeah. the, the way I'll see it is I still think there's a lot wrong with it, right? I think especially for the youth, it sets such a bad like precedent for communication and life. And it's a comparison contest for so many people, heightens up insecurity and anxiety. But I will say, going on the game, you know, I think it's so cool. You can make friendships with anyone from all walks of life from across the world on social media. You can express your voice. Like the fact that the three of us can just connect right here and chit chat. It's all because of that. So Bingo. I, do, I do think I still look at the cons of it. But for me, like especially making the friendships I did, I see the good in it for sure. Also. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, OK, I, I've got one more question about about the circle, and it's more like the residual effects of your time on the circle have i mean i'm curious like did people come to you brands come to you and be like hey would you make content about this or are there relationships that have formed or dates that have come about <laughs> or like people who are just crushing on you like trying to get into your dms like who yeah. what what's give us just a sense of like the halo effect of, of this whole experience yeah, I mean, look, I'm so, I'm eternally grateful for the circle, like, because, you know, just being able to connect to so many different people across the world, right, that are fans of the circle. And I think, you know, the circle came out during a dark time with the pandemic. So just being able to connect with people yeah. on that is great. And, you know, yeah, there's DMs from all, <laughs> Stop. all, yeah, all okay, walks okay. of life, I'm sure. On the, on the very first episode that we started talking about the show and how, how much we were intrigued by your experience on there, we actually had a little friendly wager going on. <laughs> and I, I wrote down, you've got 381,000 TikTok followers. That's pretty, that's pretty epic, but that's nothing compared to the over half a million Instagram followers. Shuby, how many DMs do you get on the average day? <laughs> um uh well i'd say uh you know if you post a story then other more people will engage but if i if i if i post a story maybe i'll get like um i don't know anywhere hundreds of dms but if i if i don't post a story and it's just regular like maybe 20 20 to 30 i um, think you said 34 okay. jeff i think your number was 37 the 37 oh, nine, right? nine, nine, and i was 20. i way underbid that one i apologize that's on me. No, no, no. But if I don't post a story, that it's it's less than 37. So <laughs> now right. one other thing that I didn't know this about you until maybe today is that you're also active on Cameo. Yeah, we love Cameo. <laughs> and I just wanted to throw some numbers and some names at you. I don't even know how many of them you're gonna be familiar with. Sure. But um, does the name William Hung? mean anything to you i love it i'm a huge idol fan og idol she bangs she bangs, she bangs. dude she bangs. she bangs do you know how much william hung charges for a cameo Ooh, that's a good question um if i'd guess maybe like 
I could see him charging like 500. Shuby, he charges $39. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, wanna, uh, welcome our next guest, William Hung. Love that. No, no, I'm just joking. I'm just, that <laughs> okay. would be awesome. The next name, you're not going to know it. I didn't know it, but when I tell you who it is, you'll understand. His name yeah. is Ernie Sabella, and he was the voice of Pumbaa on The Lion King. Oh, wow. He does cameo. He also makes $39. For each wow. cameo, um, are you? What kind of music do you listen to, Shuby? What what kind of music are you into? That was like classic rock. I like all music. Classic rock, maybe a little Zeppelin. Ooh. So if I said the name Juicy J, would that mean anything at all? Is it like the rapper or something? Juicy J is a rapper. I believe nice. he was in Three Six Mafia. He's on the other end of the spectrum. He earns five hundred dollars nice. per cameo. Wow. And I'm going to give you one more name. See if you know it. Okay. Tanya Harding. Are you familiar with Tanya Harding? Don't think so. Um, in the 90s, I believe it happened. There was two American women figure skaters in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. And one of them in a jealous rage, I believe she oh, attacked the other one. I know what you're one. talking about. I, Tonya, on I, Tonya. Yeah, gotcha. I, Tonya, yeah. 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 She paid her bodyguard, you, too, I believe. Yeah, and Tanya Harding needs the money because she's charging, well, actually just $60 per cameo for Tanya Harding. Yeah. How many of those do you do? Do you put out a lot of those? Um, Yeah, I mean, if anyone requests it, I'll just do them. I mean, yeah, they definitely, yeah. I mean, if I ever get them, I'll just do them, yeah. Do you ever get any requests for like a one? Do you get requests for weird cameos or are they all pretty straight up like happy birthday, happy anniversary? Has there been well, any weird requests? I think a lot of the cast got a lot of like feet. People wanted like pictures of our feet. Especially what? the guys like Antonio and Joey, I think got a lot of feet pick requests. <laughs> and so some of those were a little low. Did they grant them? I'm not sure. I'm not sure actually. I don't think so. <laughs> How much would it cost you to send a video of your feet on Cameo? Would you do that for a price? I don't know. I mean, I'd have to see the number and see the context before I can uh, throw a number out. Your face isn't in it. It's just your feet. One foot? No, I'm going to need both feet. No, both feet. Both feet. 5K. 5K for your feet? Yeah. Because it's limited edition. I don't think there's any feet pick on, you know, one. <laughs> what about just one foot? What if I just want one of your feet? Does the price go down? I could do half, like half of 2500 $2, I'm going right. to think about it. All right, just get that's back. Like a down, that's like a down payment on, yeah. you know, <laughs> four-wheeler. Um, I've got the second big if. We, we have three big ifs for you, and I'm just going to throw the second one. It's just to give you a sense for how much time of yours we're going to waste pretty much. Um, you know, if we were to give you a blank check to receive a cameo from anyone, who, who would it be and why would it be Rebecca? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I think the question doesn't answer. I think that's, yeah. you know. No, uh, for real, like, uh, who, who are, yeah, who, is there a celebrity out there that you would be you would flip out if they um sent a cameo you know with a happy birthday or something oh that'd be sweet um oh i'm a big harry potter fan so like hermione emma watson oh great okay. answer 
Yeah, love her. Great answer. Who, who's the most famous person in your cell phone contacts? You got anybody in there that would like wow us? Other than people on the show, like, have you come? Have you met anybody awesome and kind of hit it off? Like, who's your most famous cell phone contact? Um. Well, not on cell phone, but like on Instagram, I was. Um, Kid Cuddy was a huge fan of everyone on the circle, so we were chatting with Cuddy a little bit. Sweet. So that was pretty fun. Get out that of here. Chill. Yeah. That's All awesome. right, very cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna transition out of the circle. We won't keep you too much longer. But the thing that I wanted to talk to you most about that I find most intriguing, and he mentioned it in your intro, is the 2018 California gubernatorial oh, bid yeah. that you put out there. Yeah, this experience what, what, is it excites us. You were at that time what 23? Uh, yeah, 22 or 23. Yeah. And what inspired you to do that? I mean, uh, what what made you make that leap? Yeah, you know, I think, um, I don't know. I just felt like there were, there's a lot of things in politics. I feel like there's a lot of platforms that I think could be implemented, especially from a tech scale, that wouldn't need a lot of like major backing from either side to be implemented. And I think there's a lot of viewpoints that aren't really addressed anymore um and I just thought there was stuff I could bring and I could right I was eligible to run and I thought I would learn a lot from the process so I thought I could genuinely help out a lot of people um and I thought it'd be a great experience you know I was born and raised in Cali and I knew a lot about what the governor could do so I thought it'd be a great time so and um you is it true that you spent it cost four thousand to get your name on the, yeah, the filing fee yeah wow Dang. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what was your, did you have like a campaign manager? Was there, or were you going around? No, was it was just strategy? me. No, it was just me. Actually, I was just going, you know, to get signatures, to get on the ballot. I was going outside like Target, grocery stores, farmer's markets, and just chatting to people. Going to and how many, how many signatures did you 75. have to get? 75. Okay. No, we'll register and are you, are you familiar with the, the game word association? Yeah, I know word association. All right, I'm going to give you oh, a I'm word. I'm so sorry, by the I have a dinner in about, uh, I have to go too soon, but like, I'll, I'll, I can still. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll jump ahead. Couple and more. I can come yeah. another time for sure. It's fun to kick it with you guys. So, yeah, we'd love to have you on again Whoa, sometime, okay. but I'm, I'm going to throw out a name and I want to know what, what's the first thing that comes to mind. Jeffrey Edward Taylor. I'm blanking out. Who's that? <laughs> Jeffrey Edward Jeffrey Taylor. Edward. Go ahead, Jeff. Tell him. Jeffrey Edward Taylor is the candidate who you beat by 47 votes oh. in that election, according to Ballotopedia. Okay. Oh, well, listen, I feel... And we just want to say, boom, Jeffrey Edward Taylor. Take no, that. but at least you tried, you know, putting yourself out there is all that matters. And Jeff, you know, we were both on the bottom this time, but, you, you know, you can turn it around, keep trying. So would you, would you do it again? Are I you still would, interested yeah. in politics? I am. I don't know if it would be governor because I think you need a lot of money, especially in California, to have a formidable campaign. But I think, you know, if I feel like I can help out, especially in that position, then I would. Yeah. All right. Final question. It's our last big if, and then we'll let you go do your dinner. If you had shocked the world in 2018 and been elected governor of California, (laughs) what would have been your first order of business? What would you do to legitimately better the state of california what was on what would have been on your agenda because i've been living out here for 10 years we got fires (laughs) we got you know gas prices are are difficult i mean everything is everyone's got their hand in your pocket which is 
which is fine. I get it. That's the price of living in like the most beautiful state in the union, in my opinion. But yeah, we got a lot of problems. Yeah, no, no, that's a great question. Well, one of the things I wanted to do, I mean, there were a lot of stuff, right? The first thing I wanted to do was like the governor appoints who like goes on the board of regents, which governs like the nine UC campuses. So one of my platforms was instead of the governor appointing that, the students and the teachers would appoint them themselves. So it's kind of more representative of them. I also thought that high weeks, highway speed train that we've been putting billions of into, I think it's for a great yeah. cause, but I do think it is kind of just accumulating a lot of debt and it hasn't been performing. Like it, we're not making headway with it. So I would, that goes, um, I think the farmers, we should really start promoting drip irrigation. It's this type of like irrigation water system that conserves water, but it's a lot more effective for the farmers. Um, yeah, I, mean, the, I guess those were three things. And then um, I was also thinking the startups, getting the startups more like the Silicon Valley, getting them more involved in government like making more partnerships where the people running these companies are building the next technology have more access to help our tech. I think making that bridge way would be huge. That's awesome, UC man. Governance, drip systems. I love it. I love yeah. this platform. You Shoot. got my vote. Yeah. I got to head out, but guys, thank you so yeah. much. All right. We hey, appreciate it. We'll be in touch. Maybe we can do it again sometime. Thank you guys. Everybody. This is Shuby. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah. Enjoy your dinner. Much love. Thanks guys. Cheers. Bye, Shuby. Bye. Mary, we got him. We got him. We got him. We, we had got him. him. I, I still, uh, I had adrenaline going the whole time, and I felt like we, I kept on cutting into you, and um, we'll, we'll, we got to get this right. If he's gonna really going to come back on, we got to get this right. Do you think he will? Was he serious about that? I, I didn't think he would come on the first time. That's very true. Um, on a, just, we're 30 seconds out of that interview. Our first ever interview. First ever. I would love to be live right now just to see what kind of comments we're generating, but obviously that's, that's not the case. Okay. So one to 10 instant reaction rate that. How did that go? Uh, it went good. I think it went good. It went good. I think that's a, it did not go great. Yeah, I think it went good. It didn't go great. It definitely didn't go poorly. Um, he seemed to have good reactions to some of the jokes we tried to make. I don't. I think it went good. I think. I think we'll talk to him again. I don't think this is the end. <laughs> I don't either. Um, you're right, and, though. We and uh, I think we broke uh, the uh, some of the news about Shubham and his personality that no other news outlet cared to um, or podcast. And I'm looking at you, whatever podcast I listened to earlier today. Um, so not to try to not just patting ourselves on the back, but I think we broke new ground with Shubham Goyal. In terms of what, what was the new ground that was broken? Um, you know, asking about the sponsorships, his DM. He, he, I don't think he's ever been asked about his cameo before. Um, you know, he talked about being a family guy uh, with his mom putting on the uh, sundown lotion. Um, then he, he, I don't think I've heard his platform about the UC system, the drip system. Um, he, we expanded on the Shubham Goyal universe. I think the uh, squad goals and the tattoo landed pretty hard. Okay. 
if you're seeing what Shuby sees, are you seeing this correctly or is it backwards? I'm seeing that correctly. Because on my screen, it's in reverse. So I'm glad that he saw it for what it truly was. Yeah, I, I remember um, on an earlier episode uh, for our longtime listeners, um, you might remember the sign that Kurt had up there that he had written backward because he thought that he needed to <laughs> use the mirror effect to his advantage. They take care of that for you on this. Yeah. Well, that was uh, overall, I think that was a big rush and um, a nice cherry on top of uh, a long day. And by the way, I want to just uh, thank you, my co-host, for really, you know, getting, not just getting the wheels turning, but really getting the ignition, you know. I mean, you were, you were the motor that made this whole thing work. I mean, we sent the first DM to him together. We pinned it together. He, did, he watched our videos. He confirmed that. He saw the videos. He said it was funny he did think it was funny and he seemed to get a kick out of the shirt. I, I think we talked to him again. I don't think we can do it too soon, but I think if we, if we reach out, I hope he shares some of the stuff on his social. We'll have to cut some good clips and see if he <laughs> wants to share it. That yeah, would be I don't want to press him too, but that would be nice. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. Oh, Who's um, next? Who's next? Uh, who is next? You know, we had a list of people that we said we thought we could get. And I think like Carrot Top was on there, although he's got a, uh... oh, here we go. List of eight to 10 celebrities who might appear on the podcast. Um, Kyle McClellan. <laughs> okay. I do think we could get him. We might be able to. Carrot Top, who we, I don't think we're going to be able to get. Uh, no. Julia Stiles. Probably yeah. not. She's probably tired of, of assholes um, talking to her. Uh, Steve Ewing from The Urge. That could happen. He's a St. Louis guy. He's around. There <laughs> we go. Uh, one of the Marleys. Damien. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, that's not happening anymore. Wow, that's crazy. I think we recorded that before he died. No, I think at the time, I feel like we mentioned that, that I think he's dead. Uh, I could be wrong, though. But same on yeah. us. Yeah, um, not funny. The other ones were an Arnold City Council person, so I could, call, I could talk to him about the whole uh, water tower color. Willie McGee, Jeremy Piven, and Sally Marvel. Sally Marvel, I still think that's in play. She ain't that big. She's not as big as, as Shubham Goyal. I mean, that's a pretty big first guess to get in terms. If you I know, measure where it, we go from here? If, if you measure it by social media following, which might not be the fairest metric, but that's a big one. I mean, five, 561,000 Instagram followers. He, he, if he shares, if 1% of his followers saw a clip of ours how many would see it i'm not good at math like that Five thousand. Five hundred. Oh, oh it'd be five thousand yeah all right well hopefully more like 10 percent would watch it yeah you'd hope so but we we're gonna have to uh we'll probably have to put some, something together on this so that it's easily shareable for them sure 
well, it's possible. We've got the recording. We paid for Zoom in order to accommodate Shubham Goyal. Um, and if anyone wants to interview us now uh, about the interview or about like, you know, the fallout of this interview, then you should reach out to us at thebigifpod at gmail.com. And, um, you know, go ahead and use that hashtag there. Uh, show us the shirt again. Squad Goyles. Goyles. Squad Goyles. Is it like, hey, Goyles, how you doing? Like, uh, uh, is that how it's how pronounced? Old he, how old did he say he was? 20, he didn't, but I think he's 27. 27. Uh, I found his address. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a life address. Let's not dox him on the, on the podcast here. I don't know. No, feel right no, about no. It. Out of context, that sounds a little weird, but what I was thinking, it would be funny <laughs> to send him this shirt. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be pretty good. Or at least not even, maybe we'll get a couple, maybe we'll get like 10 printed. Hey, actually, like, if you want, if you want one of these shirts, then email us at thebigifpod at gmail.com and uh, we'll figure it out and give you a price on it in like a month. And if you're still interested, we'll send it to you. No, listen to this. If you are one of the first 10 people mm. to, to DM us at the Big If Pod on TikTok. Yeah. The first 10 people that DM at the Big If Pod on TikTok, I will cover the cost of your hashtag Squad Goyles shirt. Wow. 10 people. First ten, 10 people, not eleven. What, what are what are they got to DM you? Like what or what are they got to DM us? Is it like uh, is it the is it the hashtag? Yes, first ten people to DM at the Big If Pod with the hashtag Squad Goyles in honor of our first guest, Shuby Goyle. I will cover the cost of your shirt. I don't know if it'll be a homemade one like this or if I'll actually go get a real Probably. nice one. There's something charming about this one, though. It might be this one. But the first 10 yeah. people, you get a shirt. You get a Squad Goyle shirt. It's the hand lettering, really, that um, makes it what it is. And, you know, when you just have, like, a, a nice clear black on white. By the way, nice job of centering up that whole uh, – I know that's not easy. What? You, the shirt? You centered, you centered up the, across your chest. And you got a pretty good baseline. You go a little bit up there at the end, which is which is cool. That always happens. But um, you got you did a great job of balancing that. How's the penmanship? I take pride in my penmanship. Uh, superb. And it was tough because I was using this uh, this Mister Sketch. It's actually brown. It looks black, but it's brown. It's scented. It smells like I don't know what it smells like, but it's scented. And it was hard with this point on the shirt. It kept like catching. I had to, I had to really dig in on it. But I'm glad I did because I think he liked it. I think he's going to like it even better when he receives one in the mail. I think our followers are going to like him when they receive theirs in the mail after they hit us with that hashtag SquadGoyles DM. What a night. We did What it. a night. We did it. We got him. We got him. We had him. Hopefully we have him again. Cheers, buddy. We did it. Cheers. Hey, 
Congratulations. But we can't re- we can't rest on our laurels. We gotta we gotta keep improving. I completely agree. And uh, let's shoot for like Jack Buck next. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Was that on accident or did you do that on purpose? That was on accident. Joe Buck's on Monday Night Football. I got it on in the corner of my eye. Him and Troy Eggman moved over from Fox to ESPN. They're doing Monday Night Football now. Oh, let's let's get on and talk about that. All right, I'll see. I'll reach out to these people. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna okay next week. Joe Buck, Sally Marvel. This is a guarantee. This is a uh, a a big if guarantee. You got to think when Joe Buck sees the Shuby Goyle episode, he'll probably reach out to us about coming yeah. on anyway. Before it's even out, he even finishes listening to it and gets to the part about him. Sure. All right. Well, happy for uh, us, buddy. Happy. Uh, well, well done. And um, thanks for listening. If you made it all the way through this, and I guarantee there are, there are at least four people who will make it all the way through this. And for you, We bid you good night.